I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. More competition for more. Why is there smoke coming out of your oven, Seymour? Can you get me a fizzy orange? I'm just getting to yoga. Yeah, Well, hello there. You probably didn't expect to hear our voice. I'm Emma Doran, one of the hosts of Telebox. Let me introduce my lovely co-host, the wonderful Jen Hatton. Hiya, Jen. Hiya, Emma. Now, what is Telebox, you might be asking? Telebox is a TV podcast that Emma and I have been making, and we want to share some of the best bits with you, the Strawberry Alarm Clock podcast listeners. That's right, here chats with the likes of Des Bishop, Joanne McNally, Jason Byrne, and plenty more along the way. Now, before we head into this week's Comedian Catch-Up, we just want to say a huge thank you to our wonderful sponsors, Just Eat Ireland. Whether it's a spontaneous McDonald's for breakfast, a delicious Thai for lunch or a vegan feast for dinner, download the Just Eat app and choose from hundreds of your favourite local takeaway restaurants delivered straight to your door. Did somebody say, just eat? Now, for this week, we have sketch comedian, comedian of all sorts, the very popular, the very talented Enya Martin. How are you, Enya? Sorry. What's that, Barney? <laughs> Delighted to be on here. Sorry. How Thanks are you? How's, you? How's your mat? Is your dad walking? Uh, no, my dad hasn't walked, I'd say, about 20 years, but um, my mat's doing great. <laughs> uh, go on the K, go on the K. So come here, you're on to talk about friends. Oh yeah, as Emma said, I have a degree in it. Yeah, so you really do. I I don't think I could talk any about any other show as passionately as I could about Friends. Like, yeah, we well, we couldn't ask anyone else. We had to ask the expert. And you've met David Schwimmer. Yeah, um, a, a lifelong dream of mine to meet a Friends like actor, and that was actually around this time last year. Um, and it was it was just before we had all gone into lockdown before COVID had really hit Ireland and England pretty bad. I went over to London with Now TV to interview him because he had a new show that was going to be on on Now TV. And I'd worked with Now TV in the past, and they were like, "Look, we want you to go over and do like a press junket with David Schwimmer and his co-star." And I was like, "Stop." But it was all very, like, so prepared, if you know what I mean. Like, you had to literally, like, there, his team had to analyse every question you wanted to ask him. Like, nothing could be about friends. Um, he just didn't want to know. Like, you know, that's in the past. He's talking about his new show. And it was it was really kind of intimidating. Like, I'm in a waiting room in a hotel in the middle of London. Like, I had to fly over on my own. And 
yeah there's all these other like press guys around you like from BBC and all it was mad mental I'd never done anything like that before and then I went in and like it's so surreal you feel like you're in a wax museum when you're looking at when you're looking at him like, yeah he's real like that's him like and he was getting his- yeah real person he was like when you see watch those press junkets on a uh, on TV or on YouTube, you just think it's three people in a room, like you know you and the actors. But there's not like there's like a huge team of people all around the outskirts of that room, and it's it can be very intimidating. Like, but it was still surreal. I was too shy to ask for a selfie, though. Biggest regret in my life. <laughs> no, that's I'd say that's the thing. You probably had all these like sneaky plans of saying like. So, have you ever worn leather trousers or how would you feel if someone <laughs> yeah. stole your sandwich? But, like, I can only imagine when you're in that situation, you're like, thanks yeah. very much, thank you, goodbye, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Nerve-wracking. Just, like, so yeah. like, those questions in. Uh, but, yeah, like, apparently, like, there was a couple of people in there asking them, like, questions about friends and, like, you know, his rep was obviously on it, like, a hot shop being, like, stop, like, he stopped the interview and it was weird and then... That was, uh, then there was a huge party or something, I think the following evening. And he was up, up on stage talking about his new show and stuff. But do you know what they say? You should never meet your heroes. Like, it was a bit anticlimactic because he's completely the opposite. And I know, like, they can't be carbon copies of the character, but it was a bit disappointing because he just wasn't Ross. He was David. What is it about Friends that makes you a super fan like I'm always late to the party with TV shows like I'll always watch them after they finished if you know what I mean and I started watching on E4 when I was in like second year it used to always be on straight after school on E4 so I started watching I think it was the fifth season it was on and it was the episode where Ross and Emily get married I won't spoil it mm. if you've never seen it but and I remember I just got hooked on it and I was like oh my god like because I had known a lot of people who had watched it in the past but I never actually sat down and watched it because I would I would have been only about like eight or nine when that was kind of like I think I was only two years old when that first aired, but I started liking it and I started watching it and the internet was kind of only fairly new, like social media and I would like be looking up stuff about friends and all that and yeah, I just got hooked on it. Like I could, I, I, I must have watched the series about 10 times at this stage, like probably more. And it just reminds me, there's someone in that group that you can relate to. There's someone in that group who you are in your group of friends. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm Phoebe. Mm. Like, I'm the Phoebe of my friends. Like, I'm just weird and mad and quirky, you know? So I think it was it was definitely a show that was like unisex. If you weren't one of the girls, you were one of the lads. And just like brilliant comedy. And I know there's a lot of people out there who say it's fucking shy and like, they don't know how it's funny, but it ran for 10 years. <laughs> it's still as popular as ever like they're still making millions every year off like just reruns and stuff like and I'm, I was over the moon when they were going to be doing like a, a reunion even if it's not an episode but just to actually see them all sit down together because they haven't since 2004 because like I said I was late to the party so I actually haven't seen Friends live if you know what I mean mm. yeah in the moment kind of I remember that yeah. episode that you're saying that you said that you you went on to where Ross was marrying Emily and I, I actually remember where I was when that episode aired because when I was watching it it was weekly it was on Friday it was on Channel 4 of a Friday night and I remember my whole family were watching it because they were watching it downstairs and I was watching it upstairs and obviously that ends on a massive cliffhanger and that's the series ending and everybody was just up in arms and you never really get that with a sitcom, like. I know, I know. And it was it was kind of like, I know there's a lot of classic sitcoms, um, you know, like Seinfeld, uh, Fraser and all like that and and Cheers and stuff like that. But like Friends was up there with the, with the best of them. And I remember my reaction to the, to the finale of that episode, like it was a season cliffhanger. 
And I remember just going <gasps> in my sitting room. And I obviously the internet wasn't that popular then, like Twitter wasn't around. So you couldn't like Google spoilers or anything, you know, you couldn't be like, mm. what actually happened? So I, I was happy in a way that I didn't have the intelligence at that stage to go and Google stuff like <laughs> And yeah. yeah, it was great. Like, but I don't think I would have been able to to wait on a weekly basis to watch Friends. Like the fact that there's so many box sets now that you can just sit and watch in three weeks and not have to watch it over the space of five years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I come here. So you were saying in your friend group, your Phoebe. So the characters, which is your favorite character? Because I know for me, I started out. One of them was my favorite, and then that kind of evolved over time. Did that happen to you or do you have a solid favourite character? Well, to be honest, like I'm going to say Chandler is definitely um, a big inspiration to my sarcasm in life, 100%. Um, I can relate to him in, in terms of sarcasm, but he, he would probably, it, it changed all the time though. Do you know what's that? Like your, your favourite, every time yeah. the series again, it changes because you see little bits of yourself in all of them. But I don't know. It's it's hard. It's like picking my favorite child. So. <laughs> <laughs> I started out. My favorite was Chandler, and then in later series, I think it was it was Ross. I thought he was funnier. Yeah, Percy, and I think I think Rachel and Fairness to her got funnier later on as well. I think they all did. I think, I think they all did. Yeah, and I do. I like. I if you watch series one episode one and then you watch series 10 episode the last one whatever it is you will like they were all really serious at the beginning like joey wasn't the tick that he is these days (laughs) phoebe wasn't as kooky and ross wasn't as manic you know like they were all quite and then rachel wasn't as flaky you know they were all quite serious i think the only one that really stayed consistent was monica yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, like, I found Ross to be quite dull and boring in the first couple of seasons. And then I think in the fourth season, like, after he got... Actually, not the fifth season, I think, when he met Emily, I think that's when he started to go off the rails. And then, mm. like, Chandler... I just think Chandler was very well written. And, like, I think he... A lot of the jokes in that show um, are definitely down to him. Like, he he had a big say in some of the writing as well. But I... Uh, I think I think Phoebe was always quirky, but yeah, like you said, Jen, like I think their personalities definitely developed. I don't know whether that was on purpose because they were getting more mature, but Ross definitely, like it's it's like two different characters. He's definitely the most the, the biggest contrast, I think, in the series. Mm. And I think yeah. towards the end of the season, this the end of the series, he was probably my favourite just because of his manic outbursts. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, like, oh, there, yeah, there's so many yeah, there's so many memeable things when it comes to Ross like the whole I'm fine I'm, yeah. I'm fine like that it's just and then even Adam like I fi- find my other half wouldn't really give much reaction to TV characters especially not in a sitcom but with Ross he bursts out laughing when anything Ross says like especially in the last few series he just he's like he's just a lunatic it's so funny like <laughs> my my other half loves friends as well and and I love that he does and Ross is his absolute favorite as well and he just constantly quotes him and yeah he just he definitely makes the series for him anyway and um, and then Perfect. <laughs> but like do you know what there was a huge debate as well uh about how Ross was actually very possessive and controlling like like I don't think you get away with that behavior nowadays um, yeah that's it some of it hasn't aged that well when you look back at things like I know there was a few articles about like you know um snowflake generation their first time watching oh. friends and then kind of giving out about it but in fairness some of the storylines were 
shall we say, of their time. Yeah. yeah. Like there was, I like watching it back, you notice a lot of homophobic jokes, uh, jokes and like the lack of kind of um, different races and stuff in the show. Like, you know, back then it wasn't really kind of as talked about and it wasn't that much of a big deal. I like, think Friends would be a completely different TV show if it came back now. Like they just, the, the comedy wouldn't be able to be the same. Like, no, definitely and not. And I was just, I was just thinking there as you were talking, it was a great show for the big celebrity guest. Have you any favourites over the years? I-, I loved Julia Roberts when they brought her in. Yeah, she actually, I think she actually dated uh, Matthew Perry in real life at that stage. I think that's how they all got in, wasn't it? All the yeah. special guests were going out with one of them anyway. And they're yeah. like, yeah, I'll do, I'll do your show, go on. Yeah, and then Brad Pitt. Do you remember the episode where Brad Pitt was on it? Like, oh, talk about brownie points for fucking Jennifer Aniston bringing him on. <laughs> Yeah, it was brilliant the way that they brought him on though, and he absolutely hated Rachel. Yeah, <laughs> I hate. Yeah, him. no, that was good. <laughs> Tom Selleck, I think, is my favorite. I loved him. Oh yes, him. he was yeah. lovable. He really was. He, w- he really was, and you even had Joey and Chandler, and like Chandler, obviously Tom Selleck's char- character, who was it, Richard? Uh, was yeah. with Monica and there was this big love affair and then obviously later in the series Monica and Chandler get together and you can still see the kind of intimidation that Chandler feels against because he's just he's an anomaly isn't he like he's just such a big presence and it's, he's just really calm and, and you'd hang on ev- to every word that Tom Selleck says he's such an alpha man oh big style mm. yeah he really is like- <laughs> em- Emma's licking her lips there <laughs> The big question, the big question for me about friends is maybe you know the answer to this, Anya. Why did they never go to a pub? You, Who can physically drink that much coffee? Do you know, actually, it was originally like I, I like am um, a like a, a, an FBI agent when it comes to friends, but they were originally supposed to film it in a bar instead of a coffee shop. But they thought like there's no way a group of friends would drink that much every day of the week do you know what I mean so <sighs> they had to kind of because it was going to be a bit like do you ever see how I met your mother the way they're always like kind of in a bar and stuff but it's a bit like yeah or che- I suppose cheers before yeah. it as well yeah but I probably thought they had to switch it up yeah it's kind of like a safe option isn't it like a coffee shop but like you actually never really see them um go for a drink I, there was an episode actually where Phoebe and Rachel go for a drink and it's just after like she has the baby and um, Rachel was like, me and Ross had eye contact before we left. And she was like, oh, eye contact. I hope you wore protection. <laughs> <laughs> I think Reese Witherspoon would probably be my favourite guest star now, now that she asked. I love that episode. Yes. And I think that was before she was kind of like famous, like famous, if you know what I mean. You know the way they always get yeah. here when a guest star comes on? She didn't really get that. I yeah. think I think at the time she probably would have done like um say cruel intentions and stuff, but she wouldn't have been like that was kind of um a teenage like kind of cult classic movie. So she wouldn't mm. have been like the big star she she is now. And actually in fairness, yeah, the Rachel's sisters, those characters were great when they brought yeah. them in. Like they were it was cool comedy in them. So I know you're an FBI agent when it comes to friends. Do you keep track of them all now still? Would you be checking in to see what Lisa Kudrow is up to? Or is it... when Are you a stalker or not, is what I'm asking. When I seen that Jennifer Aniston started an Instagram page, like, I was in shock. Like, I swear to God, it's it's like as if your best friend told me she was pregnant. Like, that that type of shock. Like, and I was like, oh, my God, is this real? I thought it was... And remember, like, it blew up, like, in, Instagram. Like, yeah. Got, like, a million followers in a fucking day. Like, and... I just, because obviously she's so private, but 
when you're following them, like they're all on Instagram now, you actually still feel like a little bit of connection to the show, even though they're not that characters, you know. But like Rachel shirt, Rachel, I'm calling her Rachel, Jennifer Aniston <laughs> <laughs> shirt, a suit. The episode where the Super Bowl was on and they were out in the kind of like like a playground type of area, they were playing like a game of football. Yeah. The episode it's Thanksgiving it was. And uh, she shared that clip on our story and tagged all the all the cast, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like it's 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 sixteen years like over, and like they're still you know in contact and sharing stuff about it. It's mad. Yeah, it is one of those classics. I think that'll never die. It's just no. it's so famous. However, I was quite with the way Emma was saying about all the snowflakes. So Gen Z basically got to see Friends for the first time when it went on Netflix. Like was it in the last year? Um, yeah, and it was just—I I was actually shocked at the amount of people that hadn't seen it. I see. because for for me, for me, for me, <laughs> it's just one of those things that's—it's it'll forever be there, and it's so famous you can't even question it. It's just one of like even the Google thing—it's doing the rounds again. If you re, if you Google Ross Geller, a couch will come up on yeah. the. Google thing and if you press that all you'll hear is pivot like you know and they ha- all have their own little things on Google like that's how famous it is and to think like the internet wasn't around when they were making the show and like them, Google's fucking doing things now for them like it's it's mad like it's I, I would love to watch it again for the first time like I have loads, loads of board games merchandise Monopoly Cena bed clothes you name it like just you've also you've gone to the um friends fest. the friends fest yeah yeah that was class like you get to actually see the actual sets and stuff and go around sitting the couches and all and monica's apartment ross's apartment central park like proper super fan like <laughs> <laughs> so you're at the level like if jennifer aniston liked one of your comments on instagram You'd you'd die like you'd never get over that. You'd I be don't, like, oh my god, she liked my comment. <laughs> I could see like just the late late interview about the Jennifer Aniston like on Instagram. He's like, yeah, well, Ryan, might I tell you? Yeah, exactly. she, I mean, she is a megastar. You know, I, there's no there's no denying it. Like, and Ellen's talking to me, you know, and she's like, so I heard you love friends, Jennifer Aniston. You know the way she brings out like the the celebrity <laughs> in the back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd lose it's your good. Life. It's yeah. good to put out in the universe now. Yeah, but um, exactly. I'm glad we spoke to you about friends because I would have felt guilty if we'd spoken to anyone else. I would have felt like I was having an affair or something oh, because yeah. you're like the biggest friends fan I I've ever I've ever heard of. <laughs> well, yeah, and I would delighted you just had me on to talk about it because again, there's no one else that would talk as passionately about that show as me. Well, Enya, thanks so much for coming on. It's thanks been a nice me. blast in the past talking about mm-hmm. friends. Ta-ra, girl. Somebody say, just I have prepared a little something. Oh, I'm intrigued. I may have written a little romantic poem. A poem? You wrote a poem? Did you rip this yeah. off the internet or did you write a poem? I wrote a poem. It's not, it's not for you, like it's for our fabulous sponsors Just Eat. So, <clears throat> if you will. Pizza is red. Some cheeses are blue. But when delivered straight to your door, all your food dreams come true. (laughs) Take the stress out of Valentine's Day or any of your romantic date nights and let Just Eat bring a bit of spice into your love life. I love how you just uh, moved on there and you didn't comment on anyway. Well, I just... 
Do you know what? I think sometimes with love, you don't need words. Do you know what I mean? I just thought oh. I'd get on with it. Okay. But it was lovely. Like, it, it was. You say it best when you say nothing at all. That's the kind of thing I was going for. Uh, well, yeah, right, OK, whatever. <laughs> right, with over 40 cuisines and 3,000 restaurants to choose from, download the Just Eat app and choose from hundreds of your favourite local takeaway restaurants delivered straight to your door. If somebody say, just eat. Now, I know you cynics out there are going to say it was a meteor, it was a space station... It was a UFO, and it was a magical experience. And no one can take that away from me. Hi, I'm Danny Doyle. Welcome to Jackass. This is the part of the podcast where myself and Jen get to hear from our lovely listeners about their opinions on TV questions we pose to them each week. Last week, we had a very resourceful look at what's the best thing on TV right now, which gave us loads of inspiration for the days ahead to start bringing some excellent listener suggestions in. Now, not to put a downer on the day that's in it, but it's safe to say that when two people form a bond while filming a reality TV show, the love is not always, let's say, authentic. So we wanted to find out what our listeners' favourite reality TV couples were of all time. Is it real love? Is it for show? Is it for the prize money? I don't know about you, but my, yeah, the biggest reactions that I had, it was all Big Brother. Yes, and do you know, when we first asked this question, I kind of had four that came to my head straight away. So I thought Spidey, I thought Katie Price and Peter Andre, a few with like the Love Island mm. ones, Molly May and Tommy. But mm. people were mad for the old Big Brother ones because I think when it was the original Big Brother and it wasn't the celebrity version and you got to watch them, you know, obviously day in, day out. You could see that in, like when the spark happened and how like the love grew. Mm. I, like I loved that. My like Pete and Nikki in Big Brother. Do you remember them? Oh, it was the most manic couple. But you just cheered for them, didn't you? She was mad about them. Oh, mad about them. And I even remember, like, I think he either he had been out of the house or she had been or something like that. Or maybe they had a task where they were on Do you know different what sides. Wasn't this, wasn't there like a kind of a prefab at the side of the house and wasn't she kicked out and then brought back into that prefab? But she could see what was going on in the main house and she was just mad to get back into pee. And yes, then that, because that I think reunion. she saw him talking about her and everything. Yeah, oh, it was so sweet. Like, I think he was nearly, he won that year, but he was like threatening to leave to go out to Nikki and oh, it was yes. just, and like there was nothing really on telly at the time that kind of compared to Big Brother. So this was like, it, it was the biggest love story going at the time. It was just, everybody was cheering for them. And, and then Pete was such a lovable character. Nikki was a bit mad, but you liked her. Like she's so, oh, well, even yeah. now, you still kind of say all of her little lines, don't you? It's like, who is she? Where did you get her? Like all this, the mad stuff that she came out with. She was a lunatic, but it was oh, she brilliant. Was deadly, yeah. You'd yeah. Hate, like if you were in a lift with her, you would go insane. You'd be like, oh my God, what, mm. like get me out of here. But to watch her on television, like great entertainment. Yeah. And now, well, this, this one was a celebrity big brother, but Chantel and Preston, we were talking about this one. So this was, oh. I, I can't, I remember there was a bit of drama, wasn't there? There was like a, tr- a love triangle here. Yeah, because he had a, he had a girlfriend. 
he had a girlfriend and was there not was it Ashley or so, was there another girl in the house that kind of liked Preston as well or am I thinking of something completely different was there not a glass of water thrown oh yeah there could have been actually yeah there I was a bit of, there was a bit of tension around it yeah well there's always a bit of tension was probably you're probably not wrong even if you are wrong there was probably some sort of tension but yeah oh, and definitely. then they got they got married like they the whole did. Yeah, it was actually one of the only couples like after a show like that that I kind of followed. And like there was no Instagram or social media or anything back then. So you were kind of, or there could have been, but I don't know. But it wasn't like pop culture wasn't as popular in media back then. So you were kind of looking at. Yes. I don't even know where you got your information from. I'm drawing a blank here. I don't know. Well, did, I think you were relying on like your heat magazines and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's what it was. It was OK Magazine, Now Magazine, yeah. all of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and sure, but like, I, they're all lies. <laughs> I know, yeah, and sure, it'd be so long by the time they do the interview and it'd actually come out and the whole thing and it'd be yeah. all, like, you know, glossy pictures and everything. People mentioned Jersey Shore as well, the couples from that. Like, I now I just, didn't watch Jersey Shore I know, I like, I know the characters. I know that there yes. was somebody who was called the situation, which is a situation in itself. <laughs> I know. And Snooky and Jay, where we had this thing like meatball problems or something like that. I don't. Oh, yeah. I think. Manic. I Bye. think that was the start of like really like throwing a reality TV show into chaos where their whole thing was just to go out all the time. So it was obviously a lot of the relationships. Plastered. Yeah. Yeah. We're just got to be a bit of friction, a bit of friction. Mm. But um, I think it's one of those things that we look at them. We're always interested in them. We'll follow their stories after. But, you know, I'd say we always kind of look at them there with a bit of like cynicism. We're like, hmm, That's it. Well, thing. I mean, you have shows that are based around love. So you have Love Island. And like these days, because you can follow them on Instagram and stuff, you're, you're getting to see exactly what they're doing after the show. I have to say, Molly May and to- uh, Tommy Fiore, I did yeah. think... I didn't know whether they'd last or not. I had a feeling that they would. It did look genuine on the, the series. And they're still together. They're living together now. So they're like, they're yes. so damn strong. But I mean, Maura and Cortis, we kind of knew, didn't we? We did, but we were happy for the entertainment at the time. But we all knew we were like, oh, it's grand. Yeah, but it was still a bit when, when we knew that they ended. It was just like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, we could have told you that, Maura. <laughs> I, I know there off. wasn't a big there wasn't a big stink about it at all. People were just like, uh, oh yeah, Grant, yeah, yeah." Yeah. Uh, do, yeah, yeah. Molly May and Tommy, I I do really believe it, and even more so now that they're they're outside of Love Island. I'm like, no, yeah. I buy it. They're still going strong. I mean, Amber and Greg were never really gonna. They were the ones that won that year. Oh yeah, well that was never gonna happen. No, they was were. It? Well, I don't know about Amber, but Greg was definitely a good game player. And that's that's all I have to say on that. Mm. 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 Controversial. And I suppose one more we could probably fit in before we move on. Cheryl Cole and Liam Payne. You forget about this one, don't you? You forget that it's actually a reality TV show and that Cheryl was his mentor. 
I know. Like he was and so she was young on that show. I know. And she was obviously well established at that point when he yeah. came on the show as a teenager. Dad. I, I mean, I suppose like they have Bear. They have a little kids. They're not together anymore, yes. but they did like make a good go of it. Like it was a genuine thing and it wasn't for the cameras or it wasn't for yeah a, a prize or anything like that. So I suppose like whatever you're yeah. into. But you wouldn't, like, you wouldn't have predicted Liam, though. If it was going to be anyone, you would have said Harry. Harry, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he seems to, like, uh, like only go out with people that are at least 10 years older than him anyway. So, like, yeah. that would have been He's totally type, isn't Harry's he? bag. You, like, if you imagined in your head having a conversation with Harry Styles, you'd know exactly how it would go. I don't know. He's a bit of a... He's just one... No, you'd know it would be weird, like... Yeah. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's only five eggs per bloke per day. I don't want to talk to you. Then shut down. Oh! Calm down, right? You're 19. Shut your face, all right? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hold up. 